Morning, Chris. Morning, Tom. Is is Ed there as well? Yeah, I'm here. Good morning, boys. Ah, uh, brave new connection. world. So we're doing it. We're doing a podcast. This is kind of a pre-World Cup, and I'll let, let me just introduce everybody. Um, Ed Draper, who I'm sure you'll know because Ed is <laughs> a presenter on Sky Sports News and also runs the uh, Sport and Life um, blo- uh, podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast. Ed, audio that's yeah. right, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Tom McDermott, who runs the United End. Uh, what do you what do you call that, Tom? It's um, uh, it's a it's a similar and probably not as good version of what this is. To be honest, it's a yeah, it's, it's a, a yeah, it's a kind Multi- of fanzine stroke uh, podcast yeah. stroke everything. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I'd say. Yeah. But, but the wider picture is we have got two Manchester United fans and myself being <laughs> uh, a lone Birmingham City fan, outclassed on the field. But you know, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> to discuss things, all things football at the minute, and it's, I'm off to the World Cup at the weekend. I know you guys are very much um, involved in, you know, the, the the bigger picture. Before we do that, though, I just wanted to talk about um, yesterday and the, Z- the Zidane departure and some of the wider issues of that. Uh, yeah, caught everybody by surprise, really. I mean, you you guys kind of swim in that pool, don't you, with the the, the, the Champions League as Manchester United fans. Uh, I see it as something which, you know, I, I look at it as, as, as a championship fan and I sort of, I glaze over a little bit when, when, when you know, these guys, uh, you know, a little bit spoiled at times and, and, and Zidane, great player and great coach that he is, suddenly disappears from the game. What, what, are, your, what are your views? Let's start with you, Tom. It's, it's typical Zidane, isn't it, really, in many ways. If you look back at his, his you know, how he ended his playing career at the World Cup and, and so on. But it is hard to get your head around because if you think, I mean, if you look at Gareth Bale as well, I think, what is that, four Champions League trophies? And somebody like Sir Alex Ferguson over his career won, won just the two. So it's difficult, I think, to understand for, for most supporters. But the only way for Zidane, you could argue, is down after that. And perhaps if he's aware that, you know, a couple of players might leave this year, there's talk of Bale perhaps moving on. Um, who knows a, cu- a couple of others yeah. as well then perhaps he's looking at that and thinking actually because if you look back to the Champions League I, th- I thought the I thought the if you look at both benches that that's what did it really wasn't it you know Carrius made the made the area which, which was unfortunate but yeah. Bale came off the bench whereas when Mo Salah went off the Paul Alana didn't have had enough minutes and, and, and the general quality across the bench wasn't there so perhaps Zidane knows something that, that we're not we're, we're not privy to yeah. It doesn't add up to me. I mean, I, I'm going to be a little bit cynical here. And, you know, this nine trophies in two, two and a half years. I mean, you could wipe out half of those because, you know, European Super Cups and World Clubs are just a one-off game. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, you know, he, he won one league in one La Liga title in, in three seasons, effectively. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, to me, I mean, I don't know what you think, Ed, but is it because he thinks probably Barca will probably win the league again next year? Um you know, and, and his players, the Galacticos, they are up for the Champions League, aren't they? That's what they live for. You know, these very top, top draw players. You know, and when it comes to this with the grind of the league, or, you know, does does Zidane sort of pick up? They, they had a terrible season in the league. Let's be honest. They finished, they, they nearly finished fourth, and you know that is just isn't good enough, is it really? Well, it's, it's not good enough for Real Madrid, but I think, like you say, I think their focus has always been the Champions League. When we look back and you watch that grainy black and white footage of Puskas. from the European Cup didn't actually dominate the Spanish league then 
I think it's it's the way Champions League. And I suppose when you look at the history books, if it is the Premier Club competition, and he was involved in the 2014 one with, with Ancelotti, wasn't he, as an assistant, I think. So he's, he's basically been involved in, in four of five Champions League wins for Real Madrid as a coach, won it as a player. It's not yeah. that ridiculous in 2002. I mean, his CV leaving now is is kind of perfect timing i suppose in management and football I'm, yeah to look up to against with the headbutt against marco Materazzi in 2006 and looking back at that it was only 33 which you think actually probably could have played on uh potentially for a few seasons as a kid watching in my memories of being rush aren't of the prolific striker it's being kind of toiling around playing scoring things like that and i just think Actually, it's quite nice when people take that. And I think he looks at the age players. He knows about physiology and he's an intelligent guy. He looks at Cristiano Ronaldo, who has a whole, sw- a whole sway there and has reinvented himself numerous times. But can Ronaldo do it again? He turned 33 in February. I think he's possibly, a lot Modric and Tony Kroos are the heartbeat of that team. And if they start to falter, yeah. I think that Real Madrid team. Uh, let's just knock bit. it forward a little bit. I mean, uh, uh... Pochettino, I mean, it's a five-year contract just signed, but, you know, if Real do want someone, they tend to get them, don't they? I mean, what, what, what do you think, Tom? Do you think it'll happen? <laughs> there's, there's, there's talk that there isn't a, um, a buyout clause included, isn't there, in, in, in the hour release yeah, clause yeah. or I mean, whatever? They, they, they're not I mean, worth the paper they're written on these things, though, let's be honest. I mean, if, if, if you know, <laughs> there'll be some compensation. If he, want, if he wants to go, he'll he's go. Up, yeah, I mean, I think he made his intentions quite clear a year or two ago. He was heavily linked, or, or there was talk of him heading over to Barcelona, and he said, look, you know, I've got the links with Espanyol. This is simply not going to happen. So I think, you know, there's not much left for him really other than United in, in the future, perhaps yeah. um, PSG maybe even as well. But I think, you know, few would have expected Zidane to leave. So it'll be interesting to see what plays out at, at Tottenham because, yeah. you know, is the draw of, of, you know, starting again in the new stadium, playing more games at home, so to speak, this season or the coming season or going to Real Madrid, which might only come around once. Um, so it'll be very, yeah. very interesting. But I, I agree with you, uh, Scuds. I think if if Real Madrid want him, I think he'll, he'll go regardless okay. of the cost. Yeah, he's also as well. Just to add there, he's, still, he's, he's still also quite... very sorry. Ed, he's, he's also he's also um, quite good, or appears to be quite comfortable with certain financial restrictions on that, that Daniel Levy places on on them. So if there are players leaving or players um, of the calibre of Bale and, and who knows, even Ronaldo are going to move on, yeah. then maybe it, it's easy to get somebody like Pochettino in and say, look, for the first year or two, we're going to be doing a bit of a rebuilding job. Similar, yeah. although be it on a different level to, uh, to, to Tottenham. Bottom line is, you know, Real, Real do what they want, when they want. You know, it's the same with Barcelona. And to an extent, you know, it, I mean, it used to be the same with the, the case with Man United, but it's sort of, you know, I, I don't want to upset you guys, but the, the hand is a little bit weaker than, than it was. And, but, you know, you just know that Real are going to get their man. They're going to sign all the top players. And, who, you know, they win three Champions Leagues in a row. Well, they should, frankly, because they are, you know, they... they you know, they live in. A, they play in a league that's meaningless. You know, in terms of, you know, they and Barca. I mean, really. I mean, and Real. You can prioritise, can't you? You can prioritise in that league. I think. I think. Um, I remember Michael Owen saying saying that when he played a game in La Liga, um, often they were, you know, the, the fixtures were over by half time around the sixty minute mark, and he felt that he could play the yeah. uh, play again the next day. Whereas in the Premier League, because of the stiffness and, and the intensity in his, in his legs and, and, and so on and so forth, yeah. he felt that he, he, it takes him three or four days to recover. So if he gets to Christmas and Zidane thinks, 
you know what, we're probably not going to catch Barcelona now. Then he's got the best part of four or five months. Let's go back yeah. to your earlier point there, Scuds, where he can he can he can you know put the league so to speak but, to one side and then just focus completely on the Champions League, which yeah. in the well, Premier it, League I mean, domestic fixtures you just don't but, get but, that. But I think I think that's, I think they're in like boys that within that there is actually then a heaps amount of pressure on the Champions League games because uh, the league may well have gone by November, December, just simply because of the the little messy factor and the, and the fact that Barcelona just because uh, the way they play will statistically probably tot up more points than Real Madrid, who are kind of uh, more for the the big games. And I just, anyway, I, let's, I, let's, listen. We're, 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 we're at Pochettino's big big, big match record. So just to go back, if, if Pochettino hasn't literally won the big matches at Tottenham Hotspur, didn't win the FA Cup semi-final this weekend, didn't win the game against Chelsea in 2016. I wonder whether that is. And I know he had against Barcelona with Espanyol, which has caught Real Madrid's eyes when he was sort of late 30s. So it's going to be fascinating to see yeah. whether he does go there because there's a lot of questions. And also we'll find out how he truly rates the Tottenham Hotspur players because he's always been very praiseworthy of them. But how many would he try? Harry Kane is going to Real Madrid eventually. But listen, let's not worry about that. I don't think he's interested in anyone else. That's the interesting point. I'm not sure that he'd be interested in anyone else. Yeah. And Gareth Bale to Old Trafford. That's another thing. But listen, we're we're at nine minutes now. I just want to move on to to the the World Cup. And um, it's going to be a big month ahead. And I I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm really not sure what to make of it this time because I think it's really open. I I, I don't think... Anybody really knows quite how it's going to pan out this time. I keep hearing people saying, "Oh, it's going to be a funny World Cup because you know Russia." Uh, you know, it's it's. The, the, I heard somebody, uh, a very well-known TV executive, yesterday telling me via email that the, the, it's missing its halo. The World Cup, right. the, the, the Dutch aren't there and the Italians aren't there. But I, well, you know, do I don't you... know about you, but maybe this is because of my, you know, following a club that is not successful. I like it when you know you you get somebody else gets a go, you know, and. I'm just wondering yeah. when when we're going to get a, a nation that's going to win the World Cup who are not you know one of the Brazil, Italy, Germany, blah 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 the usual, the usual suspects. And wouldn't it wouldn't it be great if that happened? Uh, I'm you know I'm not saying it will this time, but 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 why not? You know it's not you get through your group and it's a knockout. And you, you know you get players who are completely knackered at the end of the season. We know yeah. why England yeah. fall and every time because they they can't they haven't got the legs for it. Uh, interesting that they're going to be talking they're talking about a you know a, a winter break for the next cycle which will be which will be a, sure. a, a bonus i'm sure but um but, but what, what what do you you guys what do you think let's tell you tom i mean what 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 do you think i mean is, is, is this going to be the one where the cycle is broken every single tournament that that, that it, regardless whether england are involved i always tell myself i'm not going to get too attached i'm not going to do but uh, you know i can feel the sort of world cup fever building especially with some of the shows on the television i think it's wide open i think you always look at teams like Greece in the Euros in the early 2000s yes. when they won that. There's always that Leicester City in the Premier League and that's not international football. So those kind of stories give you hope, don't they? That maybe somebody can. I think looking at squads, I think I'd like to see Belgium perhaps fulfil some of the potential. I'm not sure if Martinez is, is quite as good as as some people rate him. Um, um, he can't, but, his teams can't defend. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, fantastic. But, but what I mean, a team, though. What a team they've got. Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we said, we, we, did we say that in the Euros, though, didn't we? And they tend to, I don't know, they're, they're one of those nations, they're, the players, they got so many now big stars. They, 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 Very they familiar. A little bit of needle in the dressing room, a bit of ego, you know, and you can apply that to France, can't you? And people yeah. say, oh, they're together under Deschamps. But I'll tell you what, I've been, I've been doing some work out in France. And people, the, the French people still think that they think that 
they are, you know, lots of great players, but bad attitudes, a lot of them. And uh, I, I don't want to, you know, bring, bring United Edge into it, but I, I'm not a huge fan of Pogba. Because no. I think he's got, he's got, his attitude is not spot on. And if things don't go well, you know, that he starts, his shoulders drop and he vanishes, you know. So, well, I mean, uh, the fairy tale there, I mean, not the fairy tale, but the, the fairy tale for me will be for Argentina and Messi to, yeah, to go I, because, I think you know. Shout. Ed, what do you think? Is this. I saw a tweet you put out the other day saying um, you thought this could be a surprise one. Why do you think that? Uh, well, just simply because you've, you've reeled off some names. I think people have mentioned, it's actually on Twitter, I put something out, yeah, asking people's predictions. And Uruguay came up a couple of times. Um, yeah. A couple of the boys from Atletico Madrid at the back. You've got Cavani and Suarez, presumably at their peak, or maybe just just tilting over that peak. Um, but it's interesting, the World Cup generally, because I was reading a piece in, in Esquire this month, which you should... Definitely check out. It looks like the 78 World Cup. I don't know if you remember that. In uh, That's a girly year. mag, isn't it, Ed? <laughs> it's a very stylish... Uh, I won't tell you why. But, um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's set, it sort of set the political scene of Argentina against the sort of joyous... The, um, the World Cup. And it's kind of, and it, that's the kind of thing with Russia, isn't it? There, are, there have been concerns over putting it there in terms of socio-political stuff. But then yeah. there's that little boy inside of it. It's that eight-year-old boy that first fell in love with the World Cup that's just excited about it. Uh, I think it is. I think it is quite. Open. It's sad that I think the World Cup's only been won by South America. Another nation outside of that break into it. it's difficult. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just. Look who's who's the closest? I mean, Uruguay South Korea was like the recent one. What, did Cameroon get yeah. to the semis? They didn't. They? Cameroon won. won was that quarterfinals? They got to the finals. Cameroon against England was well, it? Yeah. I mean, the Africans, you know, so many talented players, haven't they? I wonder, I wonder you know, like Morocco, uh, I was listening to a discussion on the radio last night and, uh, you know, Morocco fancied it to, to, to do a bit of damage. They never conceded a single goal in qualifying in their, in their African group, you know, they had a three nil nil draws in there. But, you know, you just don't know, do you, that, you know, the, the, mm. the, these nations now against sort of tired sort of players who, who have seen it all before, and I just think it'd be a real breath of, breath of fresh air if they if they came through and you know uh, and, and and made a dent for African football. Well, that'd be that'd be sensational. Senegal, yeah, who knows? I mean, they they could get through their group, couldn't they? Um, and may <laughs> play play England in the second round. You know, it's very possible. Uh, and I, I tell you what, I tell you what, wouldn't be easy against them. Would not be easy against them. Some good players, haven't they? Um, what's the best? What's the best England team you've seen, Scud's Best World Cup squad? Because uh, you obviously you actually covered him. Uh, I, I'd have Cup. to say, I, you know, I, I mean, I, I listen. I, I I followed England around pretty much every game for ten years, and I, you know, and and, and around that period, the golden the, the golden generation, you know, that never was. You know, you just you, there was so much anticipation. There really was. I mean, I, I still think, you know, despite all that, and the Gerrards and the Lampards, not the '98 team, you know, yeah. were. Were they, yeah. they were so unlucky, really, so unlucky. You know, Glenn Hoddle, I know he had his tribulations, that nonsense about mm. Eileen Drury and everything. It was a real shame because I liked him as a coach. And, uh, I, you know, that, that, you know, that losing on penalties to Argentina, had that not, if I had to squeeze through that, um, and they could have gone a long way, that team. And, um, uh, you know, it's just so many frustrations, aren't there, with the, with the penalty shootouts. It's interesting, I've been hearing that uh, they've been practising um, penalties, not just, you know, let's do a, do a shootout, but they've been doing it with a walk from the centre circle all right. the way to the penalty spot to, to do the, you know, uh, let's try hard, and replicate. replicate it, isn't it? But do you know what I remember? I can distinctly remember uh, being in, 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 uh, in Gelsenkirchen in 2006. I was sitting behind... 
Theo Pafitis, funny enough, with, his, with, his, with, with you know, and we, we were all sort of thinking, well, are we going to win this time? We're going to, you know, we, we owe these lot yeah. Portugal. And of course, exactly. And I remember the walk, you know, I remember the, seeing the, the walk and I saw Gerard and Lampard and I thought, okay, here we go. And, and you know, the shoulder, everything was wrong, you know, and, and, and it just, and, and then of course it just, it, within a couple of minutes, it was all over. Um, it's something they're working on though, isn't it, Skulls? I think it, 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 it is, goes yeah. on to the next point though, isn't it? Because how long do you give the sort of uh, DNA and identity that, that Ashworth and um, so on and so forth have, have instilled quite, quite, you know, well at a youth level. You know, look at Paul Simpson, Neil Deusnip, their yeah. teams and things, and they, they've they've had some success. So of course, you can't, re- yeah. re- you know, you can't um, repeat the feeling that that little spike in nerves you get through yeah. actually carrying out a proper penalty it's, it's, shootout. It's a wild but... card. Right? I'm, I'm going to say we're going to win a penalty shootout in this. Tournament. How about that? <laughs> well, that was the last time. So. Was it Spain? The last time in '96. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably was the '90 Euro '96. The speed. I'm just trying to think. There's. I remember doing a piece to camera and I was working for Sky, you know, doing uh, after that Germany uh, exit. Yeah. And it was the, and I, and I, I totted off the years, you know, and it was like, it was five anyway, five shootouts. And of course, since then, it was the 2012 Euros. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it was, I mean, I, I know it was just beyond the joke by then, wasn't it, really? <laughs> and of course, ever and since then, 2014, just, but, just, but I have to say, not, just not funny. And 2016, just not funny. I mean, so, so now, you know, rock bottom. I mean, they, there is a, yeah, there's no, uh, there's no expectation, is there? That's the thing. There's a common thing. No, there's not. Well, everyone says England expect to win the World Cup. I'm pretty sure most people I speak to don't expect to win the World Cup, which is, which is quite nice. Gives them an opportunity perhaps to, to surprise people and, and, and kind of. Yeah. impress and re- just relax and enjoy it it'd be nice to see them exactly it. right I, I, I think right. Southgate providing it's not three defeats you know yeah. zero goals scored in, yeah. at a group stage I think he's going to he's going to get the opportunity again isn't he and I hope he does because he, yeah. you know he makes I, I think we'll be hard to be I mean I, I, the one thing I, 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 I've thought all along I mean you know exciting going forward but I do I do worry that you know, latter stages, the defence isn't good enough. I mean, it really isn't. Uh, it, uh, I can, you know, so I think England will get to the probably get to the quarters, and there might be a glorious defeat, you know, which would be a shame. Yeah. But you know, I, I think, I think, you know, they'll go and they'll have a go. But I think ultimately the, the defence won't be won't be good enough. And um, you know, and I think you guys probably agree. I mean, you know, Phil Jones, you know, United player. It's not that great, is he really? Uh, is it, you know, was there any option? Was there because you look at people talk about Jamal the cells being involved, and you, you sort of link back to '98 there, and just the options. I mean, maybe not so much in defence, but particularly in, in striker positions, players that couldn't make it as England players at that time. You know, Fowler, Collymore. Um, yeah, you had Mike Lowe knocking on the door, didn't you? Finally, replace Sheringham midway through that competition or after the, the early games, and just think. The, the, for Gareth Southgate, people talk about controversy over decisions, but there, there was a lack of controversy because there just wasn't that many players to choose from. I think. I think we've been um, yeah. as well. There was there's an era where we're very fortunate with goalkeepers. Um, you know, obviously Shilton, Seaman, so on yeah. and so forth. And I think for the first time, we've got a lot of goalkeepers and and the handful that can be potentially very good. <laughs> but it's a real concern of mine because playing tournament yeah, yeah, football I with a goalkeeper, it's going to be one of the young ones. Yeah, I, I extend that. You know, I think at, at the back, you know, I mean, who do you go for, Scott? Who do you who do you put in goal? Well, do you know what? Um, uh, I've got I've got a funny feeling that Messi might do something this time. Uh, I've, I've I've been his biggest critic, you know. And I, I, you know, I saw I remember seeing I was in Cape Town for the for the semi was it the semi final or the quarter final when they got absolutely annihilated by Germany. 4-0, was it? Yeah. Uh, and he never, he barely touched the ball. And, you know, and I, I still think, uh, I, there were just a few signs, I thought, you know, in, in, in Brazil four years ago. He didn't have a bad tournament, Messi. 
and he and he they got he got into the final, didn't he? And they lost to you know the efficiency. I just wonder whether mm. you know, and I, I you know, listen, good luck to him. It, it, it would cap a great career, wouldn't it, if he if he was to do it? So I'm going to say, if there's not going to be an outsider, and I think there could be some random stuff going on, I'm going to say Argentina. <laughs> I don't know why. I just I've just got a feeling. What about you two? Ed, go on, Tom. Yo, yeah, I'll go. Um, I think I'll probably. Uh, I'll lump on Uruguay. Yeah, Why good not? for you. Yeah, good shout. I, I think England. I think England, will get, I think England might get quarterfinals, which would be good, and I think it'll be good for the country just to yeah. have a bit of positivity and and just kind of uh, hopefully just just play with a bit of zest. You know what I mean? And just look like they're kind of you know it's the, it's the kind of the dream as kids. Maybe it's not now. I think. Uh, yeah. I, I think prefer playing the Champions League, but for me, it's like you know, just it's such a great stage. Just just go out there and try. Uh, it's and play it's with San Paolo, isn't it? The uh, yeah. Sam Paoli, the the manager, isn't it? The uh, Argentinian manager, and is he? I'm right thinking that he's won the the Copa America with Chile. I think is that yeah. right? Yeah. Now, so he's Copa got Chile. they've got obviously Messi, but they've got a manager there who who's used to sort of a fair amount of success at in, in the international level. I, mm. I'd like to see um, to, to Argentina. I think I think with Ronaldo winning the Euros of the year, that little it takes that little battle on yes, another exactly. level, doesn't it? As well, so yeah. I'd like the fairy tale for me would be um, Argentina, but I think that I've got a, a, a suspicion that because the defensive side of of the game is is probably not high on on many teams' agendas. You mentioned Roberto Martinez, their skills before. Now I, I've got a funny feeling Belgium might do something. Yeah, listen, yeah, good luck to them if they do. Um, Belaini to win it, but extra time in the final. You know, uh, oh, listen, I, I think the thing about it is, it's we don't, re- nobody really knows this time what is going to happen. I think you know, and I'm really looking forward to. It. I say I'm out, and I'll be. Uh, we're, we're up to 21 minutes on this on this podcast now. I don't want to bore people to death, but well, listen, we'll talk again, guys. Um, <laughs> bet- you know, over the next uh, coming weeks and things. And um, you know, um, it's been it's been great. Um, Good stuff. Uh, yeah, no, no. Sport and life. You'll be on other Sky Sports News, won't you? You'll be on, you'll be on throughout the, the duration. Doing your thing. yeah, we'll be we'll be we'll be across it twenty four. Yeah, I'll I'm, I'm bound to run, run into a lot of old friends when I'm out there. And uh, Tom, always good to hear from you, mate. Lots of uh, sound sense, even though you support the, you know, <laughs> the, the, the glory hunting team. But, um, <laughs> And, and listen, uh, have a enjoy enjoy the footy. But I'm sure we'll do one before it all starts. And uh, you know, there's so many Definitely. talking points, aren't there? And and uh, you know, just from a personal point of view, I and mean, I've done this will be my seventh World Cup, and it's really funny when you're out there. And uh, uh, the great thing about them is you, you get this kind of great jamboree of all the world's media, and uh, you know, it's 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 the, the world's greatest single sport by such a such a distance. And it's it's so great just to, to, to see everybody feeding off each other and you know and uh, um it's, it's like a it's like a, it's like a mini glastonbury festival everyone's there kind of you know uh, just loving that kind of um you know football f- frenzy really uh, and you know the, the, the made the best team win anyway listen we, we, we'll, we'll we'll talk again uh, lots to talk about and um you know i'm looking forward to it i'm sure you guys are and uh fantastic yeah. the next one yeah, yeah, no, it sounds good. It's really enjoyable. Well Thank you, guys. Take care, Good boys. Man. Take care. Bye-bye. Cheers.